things don't always go the way you, you plan. Things don't always go smoothly. Something you think that is good and right and in place today is suddenly askew tomorrow. But again, that doesn't mean that they are wrong. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. How do you handle it when somebody lets you down? Everybody, welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. I am Brian Carmi, sitting here in Louisville, Ohio, with my brother Dale. Beautiful fall day. And uh, so we're walking through a story. We had talked about you know being in Ohio and looking at moving to Ohio, but we were still living in Albuquerque. So we're, we yeah we we came back to Albuquerque, and you know business is still happening. But yeah, we uh, our our team things were changing because we've sold or in the process of selling our local business. We are focusing on building the Forevalon brand. Um, Team is changing. We don't have installers. We've still got Joe. Still got Josh. Josh was kind of in and out because he'd been going to doing some school and doing some things that would take him away for periods of time. Um, So over the summer, we had added Brittany. uh, And this was Brittany Carmi. Uh, She moved out from Ohio and... Uh, joined our team there and helped us in the office. We obviously still had um, Priscilla as part of the team. Um, so we're, we're kind of, hey, we're still moving. We're growing. We're happening. Little changes of the team. Um, it, it was shifting more to an office-centered team than a field, you know, yeah, being we, out in the, the do, do, you, do you remember that office? It was like a little fishbowl. Yes. So we had Donna. Very often it was Donna, you. Well, Don, you're jumping forward just a little bit. I don't think Donna was with us when Priscilla was still there. I don't know. I think she might have been because we moved in 2000. We we move foreshadowing. We move six months from now. Yeah. Donna worked with us in that office. Maybe for a Donna period of time. was there for this I think party. she was. Okay. So anyway, there's a group of us. There's three, four or so of us in this middle area. And then Priscilla in the front and um, Joe in the yeah, back. Yeah, Joe room. in the back. <laughs> um, but we have this this small office oriented team, but it felt like things are, you know, kind of I don't want to say on cruise control, but we were stable. Things were moving. And and one day we come well, into the office. Sure. What 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 month were, were we in? September. We're in September. Was September ever important to us? September, in this business, sep- September to re- to remember well, September December, to December remember, to remember. Yeah, uh, September was when we started. Yeah, so we had moved to Albuquerque and we showed up in Albuquerque September twenty fifth. Yep. of two thousand and two. So here as, we are, two thousand and six. Yeah. So what do you do? Obviously, you celebrate, celebrate four years, four year birthday party or four year anniversary party. So we, we say that kind of jokingly, Brian and I, it wasn't even necessarily on our radar, but one day Priscilla and Bethany came to nope, us. Priscilla and Brittany. Pris- yes. Thank you. 
Bethany, that would have been hard for you. Or she is our producer, but Brittany, her sister, Priscilla and Brittany come to us and they say, Hey, we're, we're planning a party. I think maybe at first we want it to be a surprise party, but that wasn't going to happen. So they tell us we're, we're, we're planning this party, right? We didn't, it wasn't a surprise. No, was it? Yeah. We, we knew it was coming. And we're like, yeah, what's the party about? And they said, well, we're coming up on September 25th. It's your fourth Four year years. of being in business. We're like, oh, hey, if there's okay. one, one thing Dale and I are good for, it's, it's a party. A party. You, it's a party. You, you bring food and some celebration and we're a your guys. Bit of cake. We are in. Let's party. So, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I thought it was maybe surprising we we're having a party. I didn't think it was odd. We made it four years. I'm excited about that. Yeah. But I do remember this was at the time we talked about John Seaver and John it hadn't like taken over the Albuquerque market yet, but he's kind of like working. It, in. it, it was it was happening. Yeah. Right? And, and so he was one of the people we invited we over. To we're the like, party. John, come on over. We're having a four year anniversary party. And I remember him sitting there eating cake and he just he just said, <laughs> of course, he was eating the cake before he said this. <laughs> he said, that's kind of interesting. He said, most of the stats I've seen are about businesses going out in the first five years, something like 95% of the businesses go out in the first five years. He said, so like a five year anniversary, I could see celebrating, but why are we celebrating four? Good question, John. Yeah, well, uh, we're, don't ju- know. we're happy we made it four. How about that, John? And Priscilla wanted to celebrate us. She really wanted to celebrate us. So of course we are happy to be no. celebrated. So we have this story. There's uh, cake. There, or they have this party. We might even had, I think, a little sound. Little signs they unscroll. That's one of those things you just add into the memory, and it's there. There was confetti. The jumbo oh, yeah. It was great. A big celebration. But we had a party. We celebrated, and and I think it was a Friday. I don't remember if it was the exact day that we got out there. I'd have to look it up on the calendar, but. Um, yeah, we're we're closing out the week with a big party. So we come into the office Monday morning, and you know we just start in our day, and we noticed, hey, uh, Priscilla isn't here, which was unusual. Uh, yeah, she Priscilla usually was, was there pretty punctually. She was there every day punctually, and if she ever didn't come, she let us know. We'd, we'd get a call. So. Uh, you know, most of the day goes and, and I don't know what time it was, maybe about lunchtime or so. We're like, Hey, that's odd. We try calling Priscilla. We don't reach her. Um, we I just, just looked it up. It was September 22nd. So it was almost, it was the celebration of like three days before. Yeah. Al- almost the day we left. I think <laughs> yes, we took off yeah. on like the night of the 23rd, traveled the 24th and showed up on the 25th. So it was, it was pretty timely. Yeah. But we get through this. Priscilla doesn't show. We call. Can't reach her. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. Maybe she's sick. We'll see. The next day, she doesn't show again. We come into work. Priscilla is not there. We kind of scratch our heads a little. We're thinking, that's odd. It is a very odd. And we start to get a little concerned for, is she sick? Is something wrong? Is she in the hospital? I think we tried calling her, and we yeah. didn't get any answer. No, but then so, we get, we get a, a phone call. I think, I think that was day three. Was it day three? Okay. Yeah, it got to Wednesday. I'm pretty sure. And Priscilla had a friend named Lynn, and Lynn reached out to I'm us. I'm surprised you remembered that name. I did not remember her name. Yeah. I can't good. picture her right now, but I remember the name. And Lynn reaches out and says, you know, something about 
Oh, I don't know if we asked, hey, do you know where Priscilla is? Or And she said, she said yeah, I'm going to stop by. Yeah, I have I something, for, something you. for you. Yeah. She's so, like, so I have something for you from Priscilla. From Priscilla. And we're like, well, we haven't huh. seen her. She's like, she didn't talk to you? No. And she said, <laughs> so she, okay. I'll be over. <laughs> and she just, so it's really awkward. At this point, we realize something weird is going on. Didn't think much of it. And here comes Lynn to the office and she has keys. <laughs> we're like, what's this? This is Priscilla's keys to the office. She moved back to Missouri. And I, I think she handed us, did, did we get a letter? No, we didn't know. get anything. There was did no we? letter. It was there were just, just keys. It was literally just the keys, wasn't yeah. it? And we're like, what in the world? And so apparently what had happened is Priscilla made the decision to move back to Missouri. To, where to be near her family. her family. But she didn't share that information with us. And so one day she's throwing a party for us. And what it really turned out to be maybe was a little bit of a going away party for, for her. herself. And it was, it was and, and, and not that she was throwing herself a party, but she wanted us to know that she appreciated us and she celebrated it. And she, but she was gone. That All was, of a sudden she just disappeared. Brian, and, that was really odd. I mean, so Priscilla had been with us since early 2004. Early 2000, yeah. Mm, 2003. Early 2003. Early 2003. Yeah. And so three and a half years, every day, Priscilla's there working with us. We have a party on Friday. Monday, she doesn't come in, and we find out Tuesday or Wednesday, she's moved back home. Not a word, not a conversation, not uh, the letter. All we got were the keys. And, and I mean, we never do speak to her again. Right? No. Like, we so never I'm, hear from her. And we, we're we're we filling in, we're filling in the blanks here that... <laughs> I hope she wasn't like, and I'm sure she wasn't, there wasn't anything we did or anything that happened. She just wanted me back with the family. And I don't think she could bring herself yeah, to say goodbye. She didn't want to say goodbye. And so she didn't. It was a very kind of surreal moment. It was one of those things where like, what do we do now? She's been like the quarterback, the She's center the point of our business. Absolutely. She's, when we talk about the importance of that position yeah. in, in developing and growing a business and she's gone. And and I think, you know, in that moment, your first natural response is, first of all, shock. And then maybe you get into this little bit of, I can't Ooh, believe she did yeah. this to us. Like, how could she not talk to us? How could we not plan a transition? How could how could yeah, she you, not, like, you share, feel, hey, you here's feel what I hurt. do? Sure. You feel betrayed, maybe. You feel let down. Um. There, and, there were a lot of those emotions. And there's an awkwardness. There's no closure. There's no goodbye. There's no wrap up. There's no transition. She's just gone. Yeah, it's abrupt. Very abrupt. <laughs> and so, like you said, personally, professionally, there was just this vacuum, this impact. And so, uh, you know, then you start to question, man, what what were we thinking? How do we not see this coming? we've invested all this time and money and, and energy into training Priscilla to get her to where she needed to be. And she just disappears on us. Oh my goodness. Like we wasted this. Yeah, another what, mistake, what another waste. Yeah. And, and it was really easy. It would have been really easy to look at it and say, not doing that we blew anyway. it. This was a mistake. We never should have done this. Priscilla was, you know, obviously the wrong person. And we, we, 
whether we should even hire this position, I don't know. But even if we should hire this position, she obviously wasn't the right person. And you could be bitter about it. You could be jaded. So, Brian, what's important to think about here is we weren't on a short-term mission. We had developed this long-term vision. I mean, we, we had it all along, but now we're really seeing it with Foreverlon, with the transition out of that local market. We're building, we're dealers, we're growing. And, the, and She's the, an integral part of this. Yeah, and the piece of our teams that we had been kind of like pairing off that we didn't think we needed to go forward were the installers and some of the local sales she was like integral to what and we were doing. We are now thinking of moving back to Ohio. So if we're going back to Ohio, what we need is a solid base there. She was she was the core <laughs> yeah. of that solid base. So yeah, it raises a lot of questions, but what you come to realize is people were sometimes there for a season. Yeah. And they're there for a reason. And she she did serve a purpose and she did service well. And she was an integral part of our business. And even though it didn't end the way we wanted, and even though we had this abrupt finish, it was still good. And it still did serve a purpose and get us on the right trajectory. So Priscilla was an integral part of our team yeah. for that period of time. And about the same time we're dealing with that, there's other yeah, changes there's going other on. stuff going on, right? Business is still happening. For everyone's growing, but there was a segment of our business that wasn't. And that segment, foreshadowing... Was California. California. And so we talked about this a little bit previously. We had had, um, uh, we, we signed up our, our first real dealer, uh, paying dealer, whatever in California, Roger, and they were, they had taken off like a rocket ship. They were doing all kinds of business. Yeah. I, I, we go back and look at the numbers, but they were at least 30, 40% of our total volume was in that first year, year and a half mm-hmm. running through California and multiple Southern dealers, California. Yep. multiple dealers under Roger, that sub dealer model we weren't crazy about, but Volume was flowing. And then we talked about Roger transitioning out of the business and it was shifting over to Matt. And the transition might have been smooth, but the results weren't what we would have hoped or expected. Yeah. So we saw this business that if we're, you were looking at a volume chart, the, the numbers were, you know, started pretty high. So it was kind of a hockey stick growth. And then it it continued to grow. Like it didn't just plateau. It continued to grow over time. And until and Matt took over ownership, and it starts going back. It starts going down. And it's going Every down. Every month it went lower and lower, one month after the, the next. And this was happening for about, I don't remember exactly, but six, six seven months. months. Most, yep. of, most of 2006 was this transition period. And we got to a point, Brian, and we could look it up exactly, but we think it was the month of September. Yeah. All of Southern California, how much square footage did they do? 0.0. That no volume. is no a problem. And, and again, foreshadowing. There's a lot of foreshadowing here. And at the same time, other dealers growing. Other dealers in California. This was about the same time I'd gone out to see our dealer, uh, Brian, in in the central California. California. And just done a huge dog park. We had a lot of stuff happening. But Southern California, nothing. Not a zilch. Yeah, so... This, you know, we, we've we've hit the foreshadowing gong a couple of times, but this is setting up for, for things that happen over the next three, six, 12 months that are coming. But so there's just this forming and shaping and changing of Foreverlon, of who we are, of how we do business, of what's happening both in our office, in our team with Priscilla, 
in our dealership growth with what was happening in California. And um, things don't always go the way you, you plan. Things don't always go smoothly. Something you think that is good and right and in place today is suddenly askew tomorrow. But again, that doesn't mean that they are wrong. Yeah, and and change is always difficult, but I think sometimes unexpected change is the hardest. And you know, these are these are two things that in both cases it wasn't changes that we saw coming, that we knew were coming, that we planned for, that we were moving toward. They were changes that were thrust on us and you just stuck to deal with them. Yeah. And so yeah, you're in both cases, maybe picking up a little bit of pieces, trying to, what do we do with Priscilla being gone? How do we handle this market that was our largest market now down to nothing? And, you know, we, we talk about, you know, sometimes people are brought into your, your path or, you know, part of your journey for a season. They, they maybe aren't there to be long-term, but they're still valuable. And it, you know, reminds me of that reel. It was a Tyler Perry reel, I think, that I, I had shared with you a yeah, couple of years ago. Yeah, that, we that was almost... Not not quite a year ago, almost a year ago, you shared that with me, and it was something else that was going on at that point in our life and our business. Um, but that really that really struck with me and stuck with me that, and and I think we're going to show. Did we put it in the show notes? Yeah, we're we'll going to put it out on a reel and, and social media. Yeah, but just describe it. Yeah, but it's the this the rocket booster. Um, it is there for a purpose. It takes that rocket. It thrusts it. it lifts it off, breaks gravity, gets you up into the atmosphere, and then when their purpose is done, they jettison. And the rocket continues on. And some people that are that come into your life, some events that come into your life, they are there just for a season. They're there just to get you to a point. And maybe they can't travel to the altitude you're headed. Maybe they can't go where, where you're going, but they are, God still has put them there in that place at that time for a purpose. And I just thought that illustration was great. So if you guys want to check out the, the show notes or our social media, uh, you know, Instagram account to get a look at that, I think it's a pretty neat, pretty neat reel. Yeah. And, and so in these cases, you can look at these situations. Maybe you're going through a situation now where somebody that's been a part of your journey spun off and is no longer with you, or there was a change that was thrust on you that maybe wasn't what you were planning on. You can look at that and think, man, all of the investment we poured into that. We could look at this, that everything we poured into Priscilla, uh, th- this was a waste, but it wasn't. Nope. It was there. It was needed for a season. And hopefully it made a positive impact on us. And at the same time, hopefully we make a positive impact on them. Right. And so, you know, unfortunately, we don't have closure on the story. We never got to follow up with Priscilla. Um, yeah. And again, this sounds weird. This was at a time where she didn't have a cell phone. I mean, it sounds crazy to say that today. Somebody's like, why didn't you call her or text her? Didn't she respond? She didn't have a cell phone. We called her her apartment phone and she didn't answer. But, um, but the, the point is I'm hopeful that Priscilla was better for the time she spent with us, that we made a positive impact on her life. And, you know, she was thankful for the time and she seemed like it. I mean, she was happy the last time we saw her and it was good. And, and so hopefully, um, there was a positive impact. Yeah. And Brian, when you go through things like this, um, remember you, sometimes you have to go on faith, keep moving. We've said this before. Say it again, keep in motion, keep pursuing what you're pursuing. If it's good, if it's right, you never know how or when God is going to use what you're going through, but he will use it. God doesn't waste anything. Yeah. And the, the opening question we asked was, what do you do when someone lets you down? 
And I think, you know, that's one of those things you can look at this and there's the perspective of, um, you know, if, if we're selfish in our perspective, we can look at that and think, man, you know, Priscilla really, she stuck it to us. Right. But it wasn't about that. It It was about looking at it and realizing being thankful for the time we had with her, being thankful for the impact she had on us and, and hoping that we made a positive impact on her. And, and it encourages me to live every day, you know, to, to pour into people and hope that we're having a positive impact because you never know, maybe God has different plans and there's going to be changes and changes and always what you look for or you want, but sometimes it's thrust on you. Absolutely. So guys, uh, again, hopefully you're able to pull some information out of our story to, to learn from some of these examples and, and you know, what, what we want to do is we want to share what God's given us. We want to be good, good stewards of what we've been blessed with. And part of that is our story. Part of that is the lessons we've learned and that it will have an impact in your life and the life of those around you. And, um, we just ask you to, to go out and live a life of impact to do what you can each day and every week to make a difference. And I think it's a good point to, you know, kind of encourage you. If you haven't yet, we would love you to follow us on Instagram. Um, maybe not personally. I don't do a whole lot with my personal Instagram, but impact without limits. Um, I know we, we've got some great content out there. We'll share this reel. We just talked about from Tyler Perry. Uh, I know there were some bloopers that were recently posed. There's some fun stuff out there. So, um, Join us on Instagram, Impact Without Limits, and join us back here next week. God bless. This is the Thread Army reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.